Steve Samsel. Hi, bud. How are you? Good. There you are. A long time. Long, long time. Long time. Long time. Hey, we've been busy. We've, we've both been, been very super busy, right? Right? Yes, very busy. Okay, there you go. Um, this is the Stuff Summer Says podcast with Steve. Steve, we're back. Hey, Steve, we are in now in April, which means that we are getting closer and closer to Blue White Weekend, which means that probably within the next two podcasts, we will start talking about football Ooh. more and more for a little bit of time because we've got uh, the Blue White game and of course, then the NFL draft. But in the meantime, it's a hectic sports week. Uh, you've got uh, the Final Four ending. You've got baseball starting. You've got the Masters. But what I really want to spend most of our time talking about, that's right, the World Curling Championships happening at Orleans Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. Did mm-hmm. I go to the Orleans Arena just to see if I could see, get in? Yes, I did. And they did they let me in? No, because the security guard stopped me. And I was like, oh, I just have to, I have to go to the bathroom. And then I was hightailed it out of there because so I was they had afraid. some bowling shoes and a colorful shirt and they didn't let and you in. They thought you were one of the teams. There we go. Um, no, for real though, we've got a, got a multitude of things to talk about. We are going to talk about basketball and baseball and then the masters. Um, have we also got old guy, young guy covered? I'm sure you're eagerly awaiting, but I think you should I'm, be angry. Ang- ang- sitting should, on pins and needles. Yeah, cannot wait. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, where do I want to go with the basketball talk? So let's just go here. Did you watch the game, Steve? I did, right? Yeah, I think I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's been a couple of days. Did you enjoy the games? Yeah, I, think, I mean, I don't, I didn't, I, yes. Like, I, I, heard, I don't know where you're going, but yes. College okay. basketball, last two games of the season, last game of the season, yes. Okay. Because here's where I think I'm going to go with it for, for now. And then we'll go to the other things that I want to talk about. The first thing that I want to discuss is there is no sport that I've really come to enjoy more than high intensity, very meaningful college basketball. I, I would put it up there on a platter with the NHL playoffs, especially like any game seven or later round. I would put it up there with the Actually, I, I, I enjoy watching college basketball at that point of the year more than I watch enjoy watching the Super Bowl unless my team is in it. I would even say, I just think it's uh, maybe the only thing that gets me as close to the buzz that I get from, from college football in a, on a good college football weekend when you're just kind of channel hopping and watching different games. And yet... I don't know. I maybe it's just because my alma mater kind of sort of sucks at basketball, but I still feel like I'm missing something. And then it dawned on me why I think I'm missing something. You didn't see, I am going, this is, I'm getting to where I want to go. I think my ship has sailed on Jim Nance for doing basketball. I, I think he's one of the best voices we've ever had. I think he's consistently one of the best, the most professional, usually very articulate, usually very spot on, usually correct. But there is something about like this final four and the national championship that made me say, I really wish Ian Eagle was doing this. I really wish Kenny Albert was doing this. I wanted somebody else there 
that was excited. I felt like, I know we're going to talk about the Masters in a little bit, but I felt like Nance was already on, on, hello, friends, I'm Jim Nance, and welcome to the Final Four, uh, where I'll also be hosting the, Net, the Masters. That wasn't really my best Jim Nance impersonation. Um, I, I think he's great for football, but I just think college basketball needs that excitement. And I, I was missing that excitement from him. Even on the like, even in the championship game. Yeah, and that's never been what he does. But I do think what people's expectations are, are changing a little bit there. And and I don't know whether he's dropping hints. I don't know whether someone above him is dropping hints about his future. But in the athletic, maybe you saw it, Richard Deitch did a Deitch did a story about you know next year in Houston. It should be Jim Nance's, you know, last game in the final four is that championship game. But what if they had the semifinals called by two other people? And I don't think those kind of, that kind of speculation gets out there unless somebody's saying, somebody's hey, we're thinking about a move. It'd be Houston would be a good time. Like, I, I just don't. So I don't think you're alone in thinking that. Um, he does not harm games. He does not harm the game of basketball <clears> either. I don't know that he definitely adds to the atmosphere of a broadcast. I mean, he's a professional. He, he's a professional almost without flaw. He's not excitable, which is I think somewhat that, unfortunate sometimes. And I think that's what was missing from what I felt like was missing from this weekend's games. Because I think with professional sports that he does, certainly the Masters, the, the, the revenants of the Masters, and even to a degree – football because there's millions of dollars on the line not that there aren't really millions of dollars on the line in college basketball but it's kind of like when this is probably a weird example for you but when you would buy madden and when you would buy the ncaa football game there was like a difference in the gameplay it was much more structured on on the nfl side and the ncaa football game was very much more fun they had the mascots you could play as the mascots playing each other type thing same thing. Like, I want that type of energy, and I just don't know if Nance can kind of bring that anymore. I will say, I do feel like the Grant Hill, Bill Raftery, Jim Nance combination almost feels too familiar with themselves. Like, if that makes sense, like they've just like they. It felt like a lot of times they were just happening to have a conversation, and I thought, I, I thought for. As much as Nance was meh, Raftery was was excellent. Like he he was excellent. He was perfect in exactly what I'm looking for. And I think Grant Hill has always been for me that quintessential like here's what the athlete thinks type guy. And I think that's Raftery is just going to lose his mind over over whatever it is. And I'm going to enjoy that because it's funny because it doesn't do it in an overtop of the overtop way of maybe like a Gus Johnson. And that's what I don't want. I don't want like Gus Johnson, but I think like someone like Ian Eagle would be perfect. Cause I think when I was watching the tournament this year, that's who I was paying attention to. That's who I was enjoying listening to uh, the most. Yeah. I, I don't think you're alone in that. I don't think you're far maybe from that happening. I mean, Jim Nance could go for many more years, which was most interesting about the speculation I've seen about whether or not next year is it and that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's, I can't imagine that was a welcome bit of speculation from his side, unless it was pushed by him. It, 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 that was surprising to me, but I think you're right. I, I, he is buttoned down, he is blue blood, he is big brands, 
he is not emotional. He is not all that engaging. And I don't know that he's not likable, but he doesn't seem, he's not, it's not, he's just not, I don't know. He doesn't seem approachable or, or whatever. There's just, a, there's just a, a, I don't know. There's just a, a, a nuance of, and not an air of arrogance, but it's, it feels close sometimes in terms of what his broadcasts are because they are just so. It feels very prep school, I think there you is, go. is the best way to describe it. Not there that there's go. anything wrong with prep school for the most part. Like that's kind of how I feel about it. Yep. I have a question for you. I was, just, I was just sitting here thinking about like kind of the voices of this current generation of sports. So I still, still think we're, we're probably on the, the downside of kind of this era of sports announcer. Joe Buck's still got plenty of years left, but Costas comes to mind. And, and he's really kind of sort of shifted into from play-by-play guy over to studio show. I think I would watch an interview show with Jim Nance. Like, I think I have a feeling, and I, I do think, and I know after the Masters, after the Super Bowl, he always asks very intelligent questions, very smart questions. And I think, I don't know, I think I would enjoy that out of him more than maybe I'm enjoying his play-by-play lately. Maybe so. I mean, I, yeah, maybe so. Like, I, I, You I have to think certainly. about that one, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my favorite interviewer and he just, he doesn't have a show anymore is is what david Faraday, right like with on the golf channel like when he would just anybody and anything he could make interesting and he he was comfortable and great two people that i learned the most about question asking were dan patrick and david Faraday. Yeah. absolutely i mean like if i was a college professor that's and you, i had a class on crafting questions that's what i would show yeah um, I mean, Faraday just had conversations and it felt genuine so i guess i'd want to see if we're saying nance feels prep schoolish i want to see how that rapport builds up with certain people that he'd interview and, and how that works out yeah the, I, I don't know if he could do it in antonio brown interview the, the same way brian gummel could do the right. antonio brown interview right um but just, and i don't know. know that you'd be losing that much on brian gumble doing someone more buttoned down or an illegal official Mm-hmm. That you would, you know, I think he could probably play to a, a wider bandwidth yeah. than Nance might be able to. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else about the basketball? Here's the, here's my other thing for you, real quick question. Are you annoyed, tired of football arena basketball games? They've never been good. I mean, I mean, especially for the people. I mean, they've never been good for the people that were there, right? I mean, I've I never been. Have you, ever, have you ever uh, gone to been, a final four? I was at, yeah, 2015. Okay, where was that at? Indianapolis. Okay. With like West Virginia in the final four, and that was Villanova. And I, I just can't imagine they're good for fame. I mean, I've seen the sight lines. They just they just don't feel like it's enjoyable. But I understand the NCAA is going to make money. On TV, it kind of all looks the same. It's a little flatter, right? Because the camera angle is a little different. So it's a little flatter in those games. I don't know that I'm annoyed. They're just not going away. And I don't think they're great for fans. And I just can't imagine dropping that money in person and making that trip to know you're sitting in whatever the row is Rosie after the first of, few that uh, were halfway the decent, 400, yeah. if that, right. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because when we went to the stadium series game and I think a hockey arena fits night relatively nicely in, in a football stadium. Obviously, it's not designed for a football stadium, but or for hockey isn't designed for a football stadium. But I don't know. I, I, I think I would struggle with a basketball game. You know, 
football stadium. It just feels small-ish. I mean, not yes, it just feels small. I think even when Penn State, do you think Penn State will ever make a Final Four in our lifetime? No. My, in our my lifetime? No. No. Okay. I just was curious. <laughs> All right. All right. God, I hope so for you, but I. There's a lifetime of fans for whom it hasn't happened. What was the last time? 1955. Here's what I was thinking about. That's a lot of that's a lot of Penn Staters to come and go in, in that period of time. Here's what I was thinking about the other day. How how do you schedule? Like, how do you book a Final Four trip? Because like you have to book till Monday. Because if you're going to the final for the first the semifinals, you're gonna want to go to the championship if you, your team goes. But like I would like to talk to somebody that's gone to multiple Final Fours for their team. And I'm sure there's some horror stories of, of travel. Oh, I had to cancel a flight and lost out on $700 back to who knows where. Or they were driving somewhere or whatever else. Or, you know, maybe teams that are that good. That would be interesting. Like, how do teams that are that good when they make the trip? Is there a bus trip from, you know, Chapel Hill to New Orleans? Like, how does that work out? You know, to yeah. get whatever fan base of mm-hmm. however many hundred tickets you get. And I don't even know how many you get the allotment for teams. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all I want to know basketball. Um, would you like to talk about the Masters next since we just sat and complained about Jim Nance? I, I don't I don't want to complain about Jim Nance. I just it's just I don't know if Jim Nance. We can is go to the Masters, football. we can complain about those loud birds. Those uh, birds somehow get chirping every You know, I tell you what, they're I appreciate the production value of the Masters, but it is a little aggressive how authentic it is um, in terms of the birds. And just, I don't know, like, I feel like most golf tournaments have at least a little bit of like crowd buzz to it. I feel like no one does, like, no one breathes the Masters. Like, it's just like they, they exist at the Masters and nothing else. Uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I like the visuals of the Masters. It feels like the start of spring. It's well, it is the start of the spring. It's it's picturesque. But man, when you step back and look at it, and I forget where it was, I forget who wrote it last fall or where I read it. And a couple of people have done it for the past in the past couple of years in, in history in general. The whole the whole production and pomposity of it, right? Mm-hmm. And and the overs the, the the patrons and the 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 the, the 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 sandwiches that are cheap and you can't have a phone at all. And I get that from golf, sort of. That's the golf, the phone thing. But it's just, and they're holding the networks, you know, hostage. You know, yeah. they're, it's like they're taking, if you do anything off off kilter, it, it's, you're gone. I just think it's, I don't know. It's just, and, and, and the media buys into it. Lock, stock, and barrel. Like the people that I know that have been there, oh, the Masters is great. It's wonderful. Yeah, because they're giving you free shit. You know, they're treating you like a king. You got great, act. come on, really? Like nobody says a bad thing about it ever. And I don't know that there has to be a lot of bad, but there's got to be something somewhere that didn't go right, right? I wanted I just wanted to talk about the masters and I I had Sorry. these these thoughts, but I didn't expect these thoughts to come out of you. Um you had those thoughts too? I, I it's thoughts. not not maybe that cynical, but I, I will say Sorry, welcome back. I will say I was like, look, like I on for Monday to, to Wednesday, I was like, okay, I forgot how much I hate golf. Not golf. I love golf. How much eh, I don't love golf. I tolerate golf. I forgot how much I hate the pompacity, as you said, of the masters. 
And then I started watching Tiger and I was like, I, this is, this is addictive as hell to watch this, this, like, I would not be what care that much about the masters. I might check the leaderboard once. I, I was trying to pay attention to every single one of Tiger's shots today. Like I, I have, it's not that I don't want him to, to do well. It's not that I want him to do well. It's just the soap opera that is all of this stuff with Tiger is so interesting to me. But at the same time, as you just said, like I do get very annoyed by the like above fandom of that people have for the masters like like i need to be respectful and i I read an interesting article in the new york times yesterday about how like the masters is still the only golf tournament where you have to rsvp if you're invited and like how like it's there's a certain way you have to rsvp and uh, like thought it was kind of weird and i think the other thing with me is like there are like there's still kind of like a sexist club like it's still kind of really a like the true last boys club of, of america um at least in american sports like had a lot of racial issues back in the day and i don't know it's just i i do enjoy the masters for the visuals because i love a good landscaping but yeah, I don't know. I the only reason why this I'm watching this week is Tiger. No, that, that was kind of what I wanted to. Yeah, and I'm more interested because that that's a great human interest story. And God, you know, talk about someone whose story has changed, right? In the past, you know, up and down and up and down all over. Exactly. I mean, and 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 has had fans, lost fans, getting them back again. And I think that's a great human interest story. And and the, and the Masters is a wonderful venue for me to watch golf on TV, having never been there. Um, I, I don't know that I'm interested in going. If I was I just going to ask this, yes. Got, maybe to say I was there, and then there was a part of me thinking, well, <laughs> you know what, I'd rather go to like Phoenix to the 16th hole with the Waste Management mm-hmm. Open. And then there's the irony of that, right? And I'm sure that's the golf purist to be like, well, look, what's that tournament called? It's called the Waste Management Open. So you got a trashy tournament, and they're throwing stuff around and acting like idiots. That's not who we are. So I get the difference. Um, I mean, I've been at Oakmont for the Open, on Arnold Palmer's last round. That's pretty cool and pretty heady golf stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I need anything else to top that. Yeah, that's But from a, a pure media side, I'm just always amazed at how everybody buys into the master storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're from we're from you know the clubhouse and we're doing that. You know, it's just it's just the reverence. And I appreciate what it means for the history of the game, but the reverence does seem pretty eleven on a scale of a ten every year. The only thing that I can think of that comes close to it, but the Masters is still far more annoying, is the Rose Bowl in terms of, and I think it's funny that like the whole thing is the grass, like like the grass in Augusta is like you always, or the grass at the Rose Bowl. And I think that's kind of funny. But that being said, the Rose Bowl experience was, was a bucket list item. I'd probably go back if Penn State went back. But I'm not dying to go back to the Rose Bowl, um, even even with the way that game was. I I'm kind of right there with you. Like if I had the opportunity to go to the Masters, yes, I would go. But I'm not going to go seek out the opportunity to go to the Masters. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think so. I mean, it'd be nice to say you were there, but I don't know. Yeah, 
I agree. I don't know. I think, I think, and you kind of hit on it there a little bit, but my, my biggest gripe with golf is it is a sport that in theory should not be expensive. And yet it's one of the most expensive sports to, to, to play by yourself or, or really at any, at any point. I, I have not, I've played one round of golf in the last seven years because the greens fees around here are, are super expensive. The only reason why I, I played as many rounds as I did the one summer at Penn state was because I was a student and I was able to get the student rate, which if you went five times, it paid for itself. And I think I went like eight times or 10 times or something like that. But to me, like, I don't know. I, I just find a gripe with that. Like that's always kind of annoyed me that it costs so much to play this sport that it's one of those sports really you're, you just need a big open field and a, a, a club, a couple clubs. Like, like my uncle takes legitimately a driver, a nine, uh, a nine iron and a putter with him. And that's it. That's it. And I think like, that's, I enjoy that aspect of it. Would, consume it that way or participate in it that way that being said I, I did say i want to try to get back into golf now that we've kind of moved out of the immediate dc area but i think that's where it gets lost on me and probably is my altoona upbringing more so than anything else of this costs a lot of money to do and i don't know if i really want to do it yeah i mean and not to totally switch gears but <laughs> We'll bang on golf's expense a little bit. Like I was kind of intrigued by the top golf stuff at Penn State that I saw come out this week, right? And shared it with a couple of people. That was a pretty pricey endeavor for 70 minutes. Like I I, I can't bring yeah. myself to, to doing that for 70, $65 for 70 minutes. Like I just, to say I swung a golf club inside Beaver Stadium. I just, I don't know. I need to check on if the person that was in charge of our reservation got our reservation, but um. I I want to do it just to say that I golfed or did something that wasn't going to a football game inside Beaver Stadium, right. and that's the appeal to me. Um, but I don't know. I, I we did the when I, I was in Vegas and we did the Top Golf experience there, which their Top Golf is insane. It's four stories. Every story has its own bar. The top two stories have pools that you can swim in after you're done golfing doing your top golf and you can rent a cabana out of them um yeah it was, it was there's uh there's tvs at the end of the driving range so that you can watch sports there as opposed in addition to the other places that you can watch sports and we've gone to top golf a couple other times but that's a different that's like going bowling but on steroids i think right and that's not really golf to me. That's going to top golf, if that makes right. sense. Right. Oh, no, exactly. No, I, when we come down to Northern Virginia, that's kind of a fun thing to do. Like, that's great. Yeah. Is, will there be, is there food and alcohol at the Beaver Stadium? I think there I is. Pay because close enough attention. I think there is. Cause if you get the one package, the food and like you get a voucher for two, two drinks and okay. like a, a certain amount of food. Okay. I think. Um, it, it will be interesting to see. I think they're going to serve alcohol, which did they serve alcohol at the concert that was there? I don't remember. Yes. They did. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that would be like the second time you could really ever buy alcohol at Beaver Stadium. Um, I know it'll be, I'm sure it'll go well. I'm sure it'll be, I guess I, I'd be surprised if it wasn't a success. 
Um, wow. And good for them. Let them monetize something, something else. I'm just thinking about all of the, the men out there that are about your age, Steve, that wear the same polo shirt and the same pair of shoes to every Penn State football game um, that probably also wear that same T-shirt and same pair of shoes when they go every golfing. time they go golfing. So, there you go. Um, anything else you want to talk about? The Masters? No, I don't want to beat up on the Masters too bad. Will you? Let me just ask real quick. Will you tune in if Tiger is out of it on Sunday? No. No. Tiger. Yeah, I mean, they, Tiger has some... to be in it for you to care on Sunday. Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. I got we got some other stuff after church and stuff Sunday, so I guess we don't have anything. It's just me. But no, no Tiger. No, not watching probably as much. Steve, a good church boy. Look at that. Look at yeah, that. I guess it'll be over by the time they're playing. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's good. Um, okay. Steve, also happening this week is opening day of baseball. Um, and I just enjoyed the fact that the Pirates finally make a long-term extension to an to any of their players. Worth the, it, the Key Brian Hayes deal was the highest deal that the Pirates have sent out and signed on since the Jason Kendall deal back in 2000. And then... <laughs> In typical Pittsburgh Pirates fashion, in a terrible first inning, not only do they give up a run, but also lose Key Brian Hayes for an undetermined amount of time due to a hand injury. And it's it's amazing how bad the like a like Hollywood script of it all is that that this is really just my your major league, what are we major league five now, maybe four? Um, I I don't know. I I, I normally have a little bit of optimism with the Pirates at, oh, on opening day. I think this was the first year of my lifetime. All right, I was just like, mm, no, nah, we're, we're, we're going to listen to the game and turn the game on for a little bit, but that's about it. We're, we're not going to get excited about this at all. Um, are you excited for baseball at any level? Uh, yeah, because in the spring I get to wear my uh, baseball season. I wear my yellow Pirates hat with like the old school throwback logo on the front. So I'm excited about that. But do I think they're going to do much on the field that's going to interest me or? No. 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 Right. Okay. End of discussion. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think for me, the biggest and most interesting thing with baseball this year is there are more players in terms of the media outlets. Um, you have you have still have the Fox deal. You still have the ESPN deal, but now Peacock and NBC are kind of doing their own thing with it on, I think Sundays um, and Apple TV's got the, the Friday night games. I think that's actually good for baseball from the fan perspective, because it's only going to make the telecast better. And I think for, because of more competition and for me to start tuning into more games, especially with being a pirates fan, you're gonna that, like that's the only way you, you can do this is you've got to make the things more interesting for me to visually watch and enjoy and appeal. Yeah, and I think they've got to find more partners, right? I mean, the, the current model's just okay. They know what the know what the revenue, the extent of revenue from the current model was or is with existing partners. So you've got to find different windows and do some things like that to see if you can get people interested. And and even if the numbers aren't big, because because audience is getting fragmented. People are happy that the companies are happy with the deals they have. And I think they make sense for them. So they might not have huge viewership on some of them. And I don't know that any, any baseball has, I mean, the numbers have gone down across the board, but 
I just having the access to it and having partners that are interested in it and are willing to pay a certain amount, it, that, that live programming is still very valuable. I agree. I, I do think baseball needs a better streaming service system. I would not pay for MLB TV, but I get it for free because I am a T-Mobile user. Um, but the ability to even just like, I'm sure it's frustrating for you when you want to go outside and cut the grass or want to go do whatever out in the yard and just have the, like the, the television broadcast on in the background, just to hear it. I think that would be frustrating if you couldn't like the only way that we can get that down here is if we stream it through that app. But like, I don't think you're blacked out on, on that there. And there's other parts of the countries where teams are completely blacked out for that service. So what's the point of even having it? Um, And I don't know. I just, I think that would be more beneficial if I was a bigger baseball fan um, and was living in still in the Pittsburgh relative Pittsburgh market. Um, but I don't know. I, it's kind of funny how quickly, like we all forgot about the lockout too. Yeah. Like that didn't, I don't even know anybody's talking about that. That didn't happen. Right. We're back. Yeah. We've only lost a week. So why? And I, and I think that was smart on baseball's part for getting their stuff together and only lose a week because people aren't talking about it. So I think that's good because it was the longer it was going to drag out, the more people were just going to get ticked. Right. So it's good that they figured that out. Steve, how many major league baseball players do you think you could name right now? I was thinking about this earlier. Like, I don't want you to name that, like ballpark me, number. You mean current ones? Yeah, current current major <laughs> league baseball players. Do you think you could name more than 50? Oh, God, no. I don't think I could get to – I don't think I could get to 30. I, I think it maybe could kind of get to 30. Like, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, No, the Yankees have like eight or nine players on their team, right? Like, so that's helpful. Like, yeah. When I think about where – but no, no, God, no. Two dozen maybe for me if I'm lucky. If my yeah. life was dependent on it and, and I needed to uh, save some people, maybe I could come up with. How many let's, How many football players do you think you could name? I bet you I could name twice as many as I could baseball players. Okay. Uh, even basketball, I feel like I could name a quite large number of basketball guys. I might be able to name more basketball. Player. I mean, and I don't watch NBA, but I, Sports right. Center right, has it all the time. So I feel like I'd probably have more na- a shot at knowing more names than whatever. That's, how, that's a good question. How many hockey players do you think you, you could name? I'm going to yeah, exclude fewer myself. Than baseball, fewer than baseball. Fewer than baseball? That's true. Yeah. You're not a big hockey fan. I just think, like, for the fact that baseball is America's pastime, for the fact that baseball still is, in terms of, like, TV numbers, kind of sort of usually sometimes with the number two sport, depending on what the point of the year it is. I think it's super fascinating that there – that like you and I are the very stereotypical average American on, on baseball. Like I had to like remind myself of on several pirates players of like, Oh yeah, that guy. And I know that that doesn't happen with every team, but I, I think like that's baseball's biggest problem is like, they've got to find a better way to market people. Like if you said Aaron Donald, I know Aaron Donald plays for the Rams, and I know that like Mike Trout going to baseball, like I know Mike Trout plays for like the Angels. I couldn't name you a single Diamondbacks player right now. I could maybe name you Clayton Kershaw on the Dodgers, and that's about it. Couldn't name you a single Oakland A. Like I could name if you if you put a 
uh, every like NHL, NFL logo in front of me, even maybe NBA logo. I could probably get my way through it, but baseball, I, I can't do that. I, I couldn't, I couldn't name you one player on the Chicago Cubs right now that I, like, I think they might be on the Cubs, but it's very problematic in my opinion. Well, and, and that's the argument that NFL players would make, right? Like people don't know us because we're not wearing, we're, we're wearing uniforms. We've got a helmet on our head. People don't know us. Here's baseball, you know, they got a ball cap on. You can see them all over the place and nobody, nobody knows them or knows who they are. So it's, yeah, that's, that's the, part of the issue is, I mean, it's funny to say oversaturation prevents familiarity, but I, I think there's just so much that it's not special in some ways. Mm-hmm. And, and baseball has, whether it's time of game stuff and whatever else that have just oozed out some fans through the years that have accumulated to a bigger number than there was 10 or 20 years ago that were just partial, if at all, interested. It's amazing how much more excited I am for minor league baseball than I am major league baseball this year. Like I, I'm really looking forward to minor league baseball. We have, we have rival teams now in the That's MLB true. draft we league. Figure that out. That's true. Um, with the Frederick keys and the state state college spikes. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. I think that's like, I enjoy that more than I enjoy major league baseball right now. And I think that's kind of maybe some of that's also growing up in Altoona where that was the only thing you did in the summers was, was go to curve games. But I was thinking about that. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, that's, I think that's probably true for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you want to add about baseball? How, let me ask you the, the one final question on baseball before mm-hmm. we over under on the number of games that you will watch or listen to this season, 15 and a half. Under. That's about, I, I watched, think. I would, I'll watch some this weekend because it's opening day. I would have watched today, but work was kind of busy, you know, got to work. Um, might squeeze in one this weekend. Um, just now trolling. I see that the Pirates, the Yankees are playing in Pittsburgh. I am intrigued by that this summer so maybe there's one in person um I, I usually try to find a getaway day getaway game day and get an afternoon game in down there like once every couple of years i was gonna ask when's the last time you were at a pirates game i don't know when it was i knew who i was with i was with penn state alum jim iavino at a game when they played the dodgers on an afternoon game probably four years ago now yeah so it's been it about like, eight years now that i've been to six i mean years i love that ballpark but and then again as i look at prices right like i'm looking I'm sorry, like 40 or 50 bucks for a baseball game is not going to happen because they play 162 of them. And I'm bitching about paying 50 some dollars for a Penn State football ticket. And that's one of well, all. So, and I'm going to go spend that $50 on five tickets at the Frederick Keys game. Right. And, and have five nights of fun versus right. one. I'm with night. You. Well, I'm not with you, but I do. You know, Maybe I I'm with you. Who knows? Hey. Make a road trip. Yeah. Make a road trip. You can go fun um all right you're you good anything else on baseball no we're beating up everything today we better go with well, yeah, we got young guy better be positive uh it's not it's not <laughs> gonna be positive for you all right steve I, I was thinking about things that have been happening lately and i i think one of the most important things that has happened lately was the grammys um that's right we're gonna play a little grammys trivia trivia you are so mean to me I just want to see. I want to see where you're at with pop music right now. We we usually need, check do in. Do we need to do a quiz to to, to have a guess about that? Maybe like every half year or so, we check in to see how you're doing with pop music. And I'm just gonna. I I was initially gonna give you like the last five winners of of 
record of the year, which is basically just song of the year. Uh, but I, I wanted to see if you could get those. I think you could get a couple of them, but uh, I want to, I'm just going to, I'm going to name some songs. Okay. I just want you to tell me who sings, performs these songs. That's all. And, and I'll be honest, like, I think you've heard a lot of these songs. So we're going to start with a very easy one. So Driver, we're, we're, I'm going to do about five of these, or maybe about ten. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> You're going to need... There's a lot. I'm five, on Wikipedia. Ten. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll go. Okay. We'll go five. Driver's license. No idea. No idea. No no clue. No. Not even a guess. All no, right. and I'm not even... I could Google it, I guess, but no. No, you're not, not going to Google it. Olivia Rodrigo. That's who performs that song. Does that, does, Little does that name... Vivio. No, never heard of her. No. No. That doesn't... Okay. All right. So you thought that was a low-hanging fruit. I'm telling that's, you, me that's and my the most popular. That's the, the most popular one uh, on this why. list. Okay. Kiss me more. No idea. <laughs> that one's Doja Cat. Do you oh even know God, who Doja Cat? Is? No, okay. I know. All right. No. All right. Again, on the presets on my vehicle. From the from the from the local stations, and then there's the satellite stations. The satellite stations have radio classics, right? Which is the old time radio show stuff. Then it's 70s, 80s, classic vinyl and cassette, whatever it is, right? So there's no way any of this is in my wheelhouse. Peaches. That's the song. Yes. You've definitely heard of this artist. You will. You would. Know oh, his I have name. heard of this artist, but I wouldn't have known it was him. Did you Google it? I'm Googling now, yeah. Yeah, okay. By Justin Bieber. Okay. All right. Dude, uh, so which of these... So uh, I, I haven't heard them. Which one of these three songs is the best of the three that you've named so far? Like, which one do you like the best? Peaches is the one that gets stuck in my head the most. Okay. Um, so I'll bookmark that for when the show's over and I'll play it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was three, right? That's three. Two more. Okay. Over five. <clears throat> Montero parentheses call me by your name any guesses no he had a hit with billy ray cyrus recently oh yeah little Nas X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey look at that i think he googled it but good I did for you yeah, yeah. all right uh last one happier than ever sounds like an upbeat song said you said this segment wasn't going to be upbeat look at that it's not it's a, <laughs> it's a sad song by billy eilish Oh, it's ironic that she can call it happier than... Yeah, she's just scary. <laughs> There's just... She's just scary. There's a little bit of... It's, I know it's not goth, right? But it's just uh, like... There's a darkness there, right? just uh, feels like... I can't wait for your daughters to listen to this. The youths loved her. The youths loved her when she was here on campus a couple months ago. Uh, she's she's bopping. She's, she's popular. She's popular. See? Um... Steve, I do want to let you know that your daughter did roast you via Instagram DM the other day when I put, posted a picture of my lawnmower on, on my Instagram story. Yeah. Uh, she replied back, wear your golf shoes. So There you go. Uh, Telling you, a new trend. Actually, I could be buying used golf shoes and reselling oh them as, as lawn shoes. I will say I do wish that I had them because I, I did put some seed down this week and the soil was a little tough and I had just took the rake and kind of poked in there. See, Would have been nice to have those golf time. shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I'll we'll have to throw them on tonight. We have we have Airbnb folks, and it's kind of muddy out there, so I'm going to have to put some some pavers down. You're going to cut the grass tonight. Oh, you're putting mud. Okay, put some okay. pavers down to okay. supplement the areas where the grass hasn't grown. Yeah. Okay. Right. Keep the customers happy. Somebody's oh. going to end this damn show happy. Be the customers. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a very negative stuff summer says you know how those quizzes are always going to go but I, just, I, I do appreciate the joy it gives you i know i i just wanted to see like i, I do you I, wonder how somebody who's so out of touch as i am with pop culture functions in society no because i've met people that are more out of touch in terms of pop culture and those people those people have lower iqs than you so that's they, reassuring like, like you're doing well with your life steve so let's just put it that way um, okay. okay. I'll take that. Um, anyways, um, this has been another episode of the Stuff Summer Says podcast with Steve. Uh, we're on iTunes and Amazon and all of the other ones. Um, while you're there, please rate us five stars, like us, do all of that, subscribe. It really does. We do do really appreciate it when you do give us five stars because it actually helps boost our score ranking type thing and gets uh gets to more people um i am impressed that as many of you do listen to this podcast especially at this point of the year when we don't have as much to talk about um or maybe as many hot takes as we normally talk about so i do appreciate that um other than that we've got an email which is stuff summer says podcast at gmail.com i have a twitter handle which is at stuff summer says yours is at Steve Sample. And other than that, um, enjoy baseball, the Masters, and of course the World Cup or World Curling Championship, which happens on Sunday. And I'll be tuning in. Good. You listen, you tune to that. I'm gonna go listen to Peaches. Okay. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>